0: Erev Tobin, How- <recognition> yeah. good evening, everyone. We are in the Zarah Shimshon. Uh, this week we're in a special section of the Zarah called In Yone Teshuva. It appears in the Sefer right after uh, his commentary, the Zarah commentary on Tarshish Acharemos which of course is the partial we'll read, God willing, this coming Shabbos. Um, Parshas Mos describes in great detail the Avodah of Yom Kippur, the service in the Mishkan, or the Hamikdash on, uh, on, on Yom Kippur, uh, and therefore it's very relevant to talk about inyon Tshuva, matters of repentance and Teshuvah, which of course is the theme of, uh, is the focus on Yom Kippur. And so that's why the Zereshim put this section here. And we're going to look at Os Dalid, section four, in that uh, in that section in Yanechuva and in, in the Sefer, in the second volume of uh, the Zer Shimshon's Peirush on Chumash. It's on Dath Pei Hey. Uh, with that uh, explanation, let's uh, let's jump right in. So the Zer Shimshon starts with a with a very uh, fascinating and in some ways complicated a uh, little piece of Gemara from Mesecha Shabbos. It says, as follows, Shabbos, Perak Aleph, and the first Perak of Mesecha Shabbos, Tana Debei Eliyohu, a brysa is taught, was taught in the yeshiva, uh, in the Academy of Eliyohu. Now, there's a machlokas, and anytime you see Tana Debei Eliyohu, a reference to the Academy of Eliyahu, you should know there's a machlokas as to whether or not that is an academy where they focused on brysos that were given over by Eliyohu Hanavi, that's one explanation, or that there was uh, that there was a uh, a, 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 a Tana named uh, Eliyahu, and that's why it was called Tana Debei Eliyahu. Uh, but in any case, uh, we're, he, here is what was taught. Here is the brisa that was taught. Maseh uh, betamid echad. There was a happening, an occurrence, an incident with one particular student, Cheshana Harbe, who learned a, a lot. Vikara harbe, and he also studied Torah shavichsav. So Shana, sorry, Torah shashana He learned, he learned, uh, he learned what we would call Mishnah or Torah shabalpeh, the, the the core of Torah shabalpeh. Uh, and he also learns Vikara uh, harbe, and he also learns Tanakh uh, a to a to a great degree. Umez and he died at an early age. no telis and the Gemara tells us that his wife was distraught over the death of her husband and she took his tefillin uh and she went around the desertion says etc but i'll tell you what the gemara you know i'll fill in the little gap there um the gemara tells us that she went around to the yeshiva and to the base medrishes, and she asked everyone holding his fill her husband's filling uh and and uh, her hands uh asked well how could this happen uh, my husband uh, studied, so I was constantly involved in studying and he was constantly involved in uh, also serving Talmidei Chachamim, the Gemarit says Shemesh uh, Talmidei Chachamim, uh, and, and these are the tefillin that he put on every day, and how could he die early, and as we'll see in a moment, and she quoted the, the Pasuk, um, uh, of, of, uh, uh, the Pasuk escapes for a moment, but we'll see it in a, in a second. Uh, th- this is the length of your days, Orech and, and Yomim, you'll, and, and you'll have length of days if you involve yourself in, in the study of Torah. Uh, uh, sorry. And so, how could he die young? That was basically the question that she went around asking everyone. So, the Zerah Shimshon continues. Machzira Davar, and nobody could answer her. No one knew what to answer to this uh, poor woman. So, the Bryson continues. One time. I uh, was a guest in her home. So this, we're assuming this is, let's say, uh, uh, Eliyahu The the, the Tana uh, was a guest in her home. And uh, he began to ask her questions. He wanted to get enough information to be able to explain to her why her husband died. Because not only was she grief-stricken, of course, over the loss of her husband, but she also had this this, uh, challenge, so to speak, uh, to Hashem to her emuna, and to her Bitochon how how could this happen to my husband who was who from her perspective was such a righteous individual so he began to ask questions so one of the questions he asked the uh, Zer Shon quotes during the uh the the days of whiteness meaning the days if a woman is a nido, there's actually machlokas is this talking about when a woman's a zava or is this talking about when a woman's a nido? but in any case during the 7 days uh, of uh, when a, when a woman is wearing white clothing to make sure uh, that there's no kind of uh, a problem with nidus uh eslech how did he conduct himself with you so the woman answered ochil I- I- he would eat with me vishosa I- me and he would drink with me veyosheni mi busar and uh, he would sleep in the same bed as me Bikir of Basar, with closeness of flesh and the of the rashi it means it means that uh, uh that in those days usually they were in very hot climates and and uh and so they would often sleep without clothing so they would sleep without clothing also but he didn't it never ever occurred to him to think about anything else meaning to think about being together um but he but he was with me in every way during that seven day period during that time. The Amarti, except except he wasn't with me intimately. Sorry, he was with me in terms of eating together and drinking together and doing everything together and even sleeping in the same bed together without clothing. Um, as, as again as was people's usual custom, but there was no actual physical intimacy and certainly no intercourse. Uh, the the law also dat al davar and nothing else ever occurred to him during that time. The Amarti law, and I said to her, Barach hamakom shaharago. We need to bless Hashem who killed him, which of course is a very hard thing to say. But but he wanted to be very clear that this that this man who she couldn't understand what possible sin he could have committed, um, actually uh, actually had committed a serious sin. Lo punim the Torah. and Hashem did not show favoritism because of his Torah learning. Now there's different ways that the Muforshim understand that, but the but the basic way that the the, the, the pshat, so to speak, is that Hashem um, carried out the din, carried out the law with this man and didn't say, oh, because he studied so much Torah, uh, therefore I won't pay attention, therefore I'll overlook the evader that he did in accustoming himself to be with his wife during this time in the ways that he did accustom himself. Uh, I'd kind. until of here, is a quote from the Gemara. So the reason I said it's, a, it's a both a fascinating and a complicated piece of Gemara is because obviously you see that the whole psychological component of a woman who's grief-stricken over the loss of her husband, but also is making a claim and going around from the yeshivas and medrishes and and bate cadesios and synagogues and shuls and saying, My husband didn't deserve to die. How, how how could this happen? How could this happen? He was such a righteous person, he was such a righteous individual, so committed, so devoted. So, it, so there's the psychological component, you might say a theological slash philosophical um component. Uh, in addition to that, it's not its not 100% clear in the Mephorshim exactly what he did wrong. There's a lot of discussion. Again, as I mentioned, was the woman a Zub, Was she a Nido? What, what, was exact, what were the exact halachos that, that the man violated? So there's a lot of discussion there. But you'll see the Zereshimshon has his own three questions that he's about to pose on this Gemara, and, and we'll also see uh, as he develops his thinking and his idea here to explain this Gemara, what it has to do with us and teshuva and the bring home uh, again uh, for a parsha that talks about the avoda on yom kippur the of the parsha of Mos. so in the next paragraph Kasha, this is difficult why did his wife why did the man who died's wife uh, take his tefillin and not other, th- other any other thing why did the wife choose to walk around with her husband's tefillin and ask and pose this question as to how could he die and why did he die? Uh, why did she carry around his tefillin as opposed to something else that he did mitzvos with? She could have taken his talis, She could have taken a safer that he was very diligent and learned all the time. There are other things that she could have gone around with. Why did she specifically take his tefillin around? That's question one. The ode, and another question, My time alone. how yashum odomach dover how come no one was able to respond to her in any way uh if we imagine in her mind she's going around to shuls and to and to Bate and, and to base medrushes and yeshivas there's rabbonim there's rabbayim, there's great Chachamim. how come no one was able to respond and, and answer her questions in any way and what exactly did the Tana mean uh when he said to her hashem did not show favoritism uh, because of his Torah. What exactly did that mean? Uh, and, and and how are we to understand it? So we move this air Shimshon begins to answer these questions in the next paragraph. The Lomar, and we can say, this woman was coming with a claim, Mishum because of the pasuk that's written in Mishle, ki because it, the Torah. Chayecha is your life, vaorech yamecha, and the length of your days, and and that's the pus according to the Gemara. Uh, that's the pusik that she was quoting to people. Ki he chayecha yamecha. This my husband devoted himself to the study of Torah, and as we said, to the to the to the servant to serving Talmud, chachamim, and he was constantly involved in the world of Torah, and that should have been a guarantee of of him having a lengthy life, both in this world and the next world. Uh, And and so she would quote this pasok from Mishle and say, how could he die as such a young man? And in order that you shouldn't say. Okay, yes, it's true that he did learn a lot. Perhaps his heart wasn't full in his learning. He wasn't fully integrated with his learning. And therefore, he fell into some, uh, some terrible sin, and that's what led to him being punished with dying early. And this paslet that you're quoting, uh, that the wife was quoting about, it is, the, it, is your, uh, it is your life and the length of your days, this is referring to someone who fulfills the uh, laws and precepts of the Torah. Not someone who just learns about that explains, and look there. So the woman understood that if she just went around saying, my husband was such a Torah scholar, my husband was devoted to Torah study, people might say, okay, that's a wonderful thing, that's a beautiful thing, and he received so much merit for the fact that he was so devoted to Torah study. But the Pasuk you're quoting about a long life, that is talking about people who not only study Torah but who are meticulous about keeping the mitzvahs of the Torah and uh, apparently you know there's something maybe you didn't know or something you weren't aware of of sins that he committed because he wasn't keeping the Torah uh, to the same with the same level of dedication which he studied the Torah and therefore that they might people might say to the woman that and that's why uh, he died the, the way that he did so the Zereshem continues Mishum HaChi because of this Ayus no Notelis She would walk around with his tefillin. Chlomar, to say arba amos below tefillin. She would say these are the tefillin that he wore every second of the day. He would not go even dalin amos without wearing tefillin. It's well known that in the time of the Gemara and earlier times in ancient times, people would wear their tefillin all day, uh, and, and only later and only in modern times was the was the uh, psak and, and the hanhago the the uh, decision made to wear our tilling for a limited amount of time, not because that's a, of course, that's, that's not as good a thing to do. That's a much worse thing to do. However, uh, people were, were uh, the longer they wore their tefillin, the more it was found that they weren't having the right the thoughts in mind. They forgot about wearing the tefillin and they went about doing things, conducting their regular activities without thinking, focusing on the kedusha of wearing the tefillin. And so we only wear our tefillin for a limited time when we daven chakras and we we have to focus on the fact that we're wearing tefillin during that time. But this man used to wear, as many others did at that time, used to wear his tefillin uh, all day. The im kain, and if so, he because he was wearing his all day, it's impossible that he distracted himself from the kiddush of Torah, the nof al bechet, and fell into some unknown hidden aveira that I didn't know about. Because it is one of the parts of the mitzvah of wearing tfilin that you have to constantly think about them and remind yourself that you're wearing them and conduct yourself accordingly as a person who is wearing tfilin. That's why you'll see people touch their tfilin and, and they remind themselves. That they're wearing tefillin, so that they shouldn't, God forbid, start uh, getting involved in, in talking or kalas roche or levity or acting as if uh, as if they're not wearing the tefillin. No, they remind themselves constantly. We're continuing at the top of the next column. The ode kishia adam ose kama When a person is doing everything he possibly can, lishmor to guard himself from uh, from committing a sin. Men HaShamayim From Shamayim he is given a special uh, assistance. and Mishamravoson he's given special Shmir, a special protection. Kedichsiv, as it's written, this is a Pasuk in Tehillim, Sofei Roshol Russia A Russia uh, waits for a Tzaddik, a Russia waits for every opportunity to uh, make a Tzaddik stumble, and to attack a Tzaddik, and to impugn a Tzaddik, and to do anything he can to bring the Tzaddik down. The etc and the plus continues hashem lo Azvenu biyodo but hashem does not forsake the tzadik in the rush's hand meaning hashem protects the tzadik not only this this means not only from of some kind of physical attack but even if the rush is coming up with a scheme to make the tzadik commit to an avera and to and to bring down his spiritual level hashem protects him from the from the rush the there's another in Tehillim, hashem call Ra hashem uh, guards a righteous person from all uh, bad things, again, both physical and spiritual, the Hulei, Hasid of Yishmur, another Pusuk that Hashem uh, guards the, the feet of uh, his, his uh, pious ones. And so these psukim clearly uh, demonstrate that, that there's special siyata deshmaya, special support and assistance from heaven for the truly righteous and the truly committed to protect them from doing averas and doing chatoyim. And there was no one in all of the shuls and but midrashim and yeshivas that the, that, that the woman went to, that the widow went to, there was no one who actually knew of this man committing a sin. This truly was a man who apparently was an extremely righteous and fully committed, fully sincere individual. He studied Torah. He was committed to Torah. And the wife took the tefillin around to say he wore his tefillin all day, and he conducted himself like a person who was wearing tefillin all day. And that's what he constantly was thinking about and doing. So the Zerashim is saying that's why no one could reply to her. And that's why she brought the tefillin around. She was making a very specific point about this man's very high level of dedication and commitment, and, uh, and no one could respond because actually no one knew. There was no one who said, oh, you know, he acted that way. But sometimes on during the break, or the, uh, when, when, whenever, you know, when people left the base midrash or whatever, he did this, he did that. No, no one had anything bad to say about this person. No one could respond to this woman. Until the Tana said, I arranged to be invited uh, to her home, to her family's uh, home. And then that led to him asking her questions and, and him saying to her, uh, we have to accept Hashem's judgment and bless Hashem over his judgment in, the, in this case. Plomar, meaning, Since this man, uh, who, yes, it's true, did many, many beautiful, wonderful things and, and, and studied Torah and committed himself to a Torah Lifestyle, but nonetheless, this man put himself in a situation in which he did not stay far away from a possibly sinful type of situation. Then we can no longer say that Hashem gave him special protection to keep him away from doing a kate. just the opposite. Hu Atmo he needed to constantly make sure that he was keeping himself distant from any kind of Avera situation. Umin or and from any kind of uh, um, inappropriate or, or disgusting kind of situation. And similar to it. And now that we see that he himself put himself in, in situations where he wasn't guarding, he wasn't protecting the 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 uh, protection that the Torah uh, gives to us and 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 requires us to follow. The niskariv and he put himself in a situation uh, in which he was actually close to doing an Aveira. Again, the Tana is not saying he did in a specific avera. The Tana is saying he put himself in situations based on the wife's own testimony and own admissions. The wife conceded. About how he acted in, in the certain in, in, at a time when he should not have uh, been in in, uh, in in bed with her, and certainly in the situation we described, uh, he put himself in that situation, and that shows that he was not being meticulous about protecting himself from uh, from from situations of a possible chayt. The ad is karvei uh, and, and just the opposite, he actually put himself close to doing a chid. certainly <speaking> she'en <in> hakadosh <Hebrew> baruch shomro od. Then Hashem does not give him the special protection we talked about before uh, in such a case. eino nifnas begeder because he's no longer in the category of hasidim. This is a reference to the pasuk we quoted before. Raglay hasid of Yisshor, Hashem guards the the, the steps. And the and the feet of the of his pious ones. He's not in that. He's not in that category. The And therefore, it is. It, we have to concede that it's possible that he actually did um, commit a serious uh, serious fate that led to his untimely uh, passing, his untimely demise. Zer Shimshon continues. as we say in the Yalkut Shimoni on Tehillim. Al pasuk kerachok Mizrah mimarv on the pasuk that says as is the distance from east uh, as the as the distance that east is from west that's the phrase in the pasuk and so the Yaukut Shimoni comments here uh, mimenu um, es that is how far we have to distance ourselves uh, from our sins. People should not dive into Hashem and say, "Hashem, make us distant from sin." Minon. But rather, Hashem, distance sin minon, from us. Very important comment and a very important but subtle distinction. The Yalkut Shimoni is saying when we dive into Hashem. We shouldn't say to Hashem, keep us far away from sin. Rather, we should say, keep sins far away from us. What's the difference? The Zerashim Shon continues. Bishma we learn from this statement, in the Yalquot Shimoni, It's the obligation of a person to keep himself or herself away from, from, sinful, from sinful situations are, are the possibility of of committing a hate. The And then Baruch who will uh, distance the sin from us, meaning we can't say to Hashem, uh, keep us away from sin. We have the obligation to keep ourselves away from a sin. And when Hashem sees that we're doing that, then he will give us that assistance that the Zerashimchon talked about, that special divine Siat dshmaya to help us keep sins away from us. Once he sees that we're doing our best to keep away from uh, questionable and 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 bad type of situations here? and why and Hashem will keep the chayt away from people because he sees that we're already keeping ourselves from from the sin and even though this man studied Torah a lot, everyone conceded that he was studying Torah constantly nevertheless lo nosa punim torah hashem did not show a special favoritism that would have been inappropriate in this case to the uh, amount of torah this man studied was to protect him from uh, uh, possibly uh, sinful situations, because he himself did not keep uh, proper watch on this, and his carav and he became close by mesha hayulol in situations from which he should have kept himself. Also, this man transgressed a clear. At the very least, he transgressed a clear iser dirabanan in the way he conducted himself during the wife's. Uh, a days, a clean days. the uh, and a person who violates the words of the chachamim, chayav misa. We, the, there's a chazal, and several places where we, where it states that a person who violates, transgresses against the words of the chachamim, uh, is chayav misa. De'chseiv pasuk uh, in Koheles, who porates geder yishchenu nochash, a, a person who breaks the fence, meaning. Uh, the way chazal understand that a person who violates a fence that the Rabbanon created to keep us away from doing chatzam, a person who breaks through that fence and isn't careful about it uh a, he will be bitten by a snake meaning he's Chayev misa so so um let's um step back for a moment and understand the full uh theme here that the zer shimshon developed basically uh he started with the gumar mesach the shabbos which as we mentioned uh, is, if you, if you look, I encourage you to look at that, at that uh, little piece of Gamar there, that sugya that talks about um, how people should conduct themselves in, in, in different kinds of situations and make sure to stay away from, uh, from the possibility of inappropriate situations. And this man apparently didn't do that and he died and the wife went around. And what, what was developed was that even though this, this person had done so many uh, excellent thing. So many mitzvahs. No no one no one doubted that he was constantly involved in Torah study. No one doubted that he was constantly involved in Shivushtamiri Khahamim. And when the wife went around, that's the whole point of the story in such detail. When the wife went around everywhere, no one could give her an answer and say, Oh, it's because he did X or Y or Z. There was there was, as far as anyone knew, there was no X or Y or Z. It was only in terms of his private conduct and the private private conduct in his own home. When his wife, in all innocence, it was Mesiach lefitumo because she thought he lefitumo because she thought he actually was conducting himself appropriately. She said he never ever thought of doing anything wrong, and she talked about how he conducted himself. And that's when the man said to her, "There was something missing from him, something highly inappropriate about his conduct, and, and that he put himself in that situation that even if he didn't do something wrong in that particular situation, although he did violate that uh, he didn't even if he didn't do anything worse than that." Uh, it meant that he wasn't, he wasn't exceedingly careful about keeping himself away uh, and guarding himself from uh, situations that he shouldn't put himself in, and therefore we no longer have a hazakah so to speak, we no longer are entitled to make an assumption that in other situations he also kept himself away, and therefore possibly we have to concede that he might have done something that people didn't know about in the shuls and the yeshivas uh, that brought about his his death at an early age. So, of course, the, the, the lesson to us and the Musr to us, as we think about get ready for this coming Shabbos of Achrei Mos, which has the avodah on Yom Kippur, is that when we think about doing, you know, tshuva and we focus on that, not just during Yom Kippur, but throughout the year, um, we have to think about not just what we do and what we refrain from doing, although that's the most important thing to start with, but also what kinds of situations we're putting ourselves in, and possibly what kinds of situations we're allowing ourselves to be and that we shouldn't be allowing ourselves uh, to be in those situations in order to be extra careful about protecting ourselves from hatayim, and that of course is the goal that the Zer shimshon is focused on. Uh yeah, shukoch to uh, everybody for participating uh, this week in the learning.